looking, 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 looking for revenge. All summer 16, all summer 16, playing dirty, not clean. Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team. All in the same thing, all rapping one thing, looking for revenge. To do what you couldn't do. Tell Obama that my verses are just like the whips at the end, they bulletproof. Minus 20, we in Pitfield at K's Kitchen in the Canada Goose. Famous as fuck, but I'm still in the cut when they round up the truce. I'm just a sicko, a real sicko when you get to know me, nigga. I let the diss record drop, you was staying right below me, nigga. We must have played it a hundred times, you was going to bed. Why would I put on a vest? I expect you to aim for the head. I could have killed you the first time. You don't have to try and say it louder, nigga. Trust we heard you the first time. It's nothing personal, I would've done it to anyone And I blame where I came from And I blame all my day ones You know Chubbs like Draymond You better hope not say none Them boys, they a handful Then I hit them with the high line Chris Breezy with the dance moves Moji with the dance moves Ad Boy with the dance moves Jimmy Hendrix with the solo Those are strings that you can't pull Yeah, and I can really dish it out Come and get it from the source But fuck with all the word of mouth Go to state, running practice at my house, nigga, what am I about? You gon' really feel it now I'm out here looking for revenge All summer 16, all summer 16 Playing dirty, not clean Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team All rapping one thing Looking for revenge Toronto wanna be me a little All your exes know I like my O's with a V in the middle You would love it if I went away and didn't say nothing else How am I keeping it real by keeping this shit to myself You was never gang, 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 you was never one of us Had us fooled for a minute there now, we done all grown up But I'm better off anyway, y'all never gonna finish Drake Say you see about it when you see me, man, y'all never home anyway Thought of things that you should've said, said things that you shouldn't say We even gave y'all the whole money play and y'all broke to this day Oh, it's your time now, yeah, that's what everybody say I used to wanna be on Rockefeller, then I turned into Jay Now I got a house in LA, now I got a bigger pool than Ye And look, man, Ye's pool is nice, mine's just bigger is what I'm saying I'm that nigga is what I'm saying, getting things done around here How you let me run it down here? I'm not even from around here Six, 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 six Soon as I'm back in the city, they throw a parade I might get the key to the city and give it to Wayne Or give it to one of the young boys to carry the wave yeah. So trust me, they'll be out here looking for revenge All summer 16, all summer 16 Playing dirty, not clean Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team All rapping one thing Looking for revenge They don't want to stop a bigger pool than Kanye Yo, yo, yo There we go there we go, there we go. We back, we back, we back. Now, <clears throat> let's try this again. I would like to welcome everybody to season three. Season three for the BBK podcast. Yes, sir. We're back in action, locked and loaded. Now, originally back in December, Ooh, excuse me. I, I I think I said I was gonna take about um, what maybe like a fir- first week off. 
four weeks off. Took the first four weeks off, but I think it was pretty good, man. Got rejuvenated, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, um, of, things, you know, a lot of things went on in them four weeks. Personally, career-wise, just about everything you can think of. So much facts. stuff went on in that time. Facts, man. But all good things. All good things. And even if they weren't good things, we will flip them into good things. Of course, always. Yeah, it's always it bounce back game is strong. It bounce back game is strong. They said we're happy to be back. Um, we are looking. Uh, you know, you know, guys. Before we dive into the topic, um, I just want to say, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be like, how often are we gonna drive or anything like that. But I really feel like um, we have a real good sense on what we are going to be doing this year. And also, you know what I mean? Uh, in, in the months between now and December, I don't want to, for sure, for sure, I don't want to have a repeat of, I dropped, what, five episodes up until... December, first week of December, yeah, December 2nd, from January 1st to December 2nd, I only put out five episodes, but then the month of December, I was like my busiest, as far as, you know, as far as the podcast, everything like that, and we're looking to, we're looking to change that, you know, I'm feeling, if we could, three episodes a month. Three to four a month. Which I think is doable. Yeah, for sure. It's doable, but like we want to like, you know, inside the process of trying to get that done, guys, it's it's a lot harder than what, you know, it may look like to the outside looking in. It's just like two guys talking about whatever, rambling. Yeah, no. Like, you know what I mean? Not saying I'm purposely putting myself in situations, but you can't just come in this, doing this thing and just talk about nothing. We want some substance for you guys, you know. Listeners to really tune in, really understand type of thing. And even though it's not as hard, it's also not as easy as well as what a lot of people think that it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely something to shed light on too. A lot of people think it's just easy just to come on here and talk about things, especially when there are things that are near, either near and dear to your heart or you're trying to be lucrative in some of the things that you're talking about so that you're not just speaking on it from one perspective. You kind of want to keep that bird's eye view um, of whatever the topics are. Um, and we want to be inviting to just about any and everybody that would tune in to listen to it as well. So um, that takes a that takes a lot of... Uh, that takes a lot of intuitive. intuitive. Yep. Now, b- before before we dive in, I didn't tell him about this, but I wanted to say something real quick. Joe Biden is our president now. Yeah, woohoo. Go ahead, Big Joe. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. I am all in on Joe Biden. And we to have all that. The out there saying, oh... He's the he's the lesser of the two evils. Yo, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, real no, no, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this before you even said that. What would you guys prefer? Do you guys want to live? 
Like that ass. You because, want to dick because that's coming. That was coming. Yeah, it's not this is it was coming. It's more so like, bro, Trump killed a little over a quarter of a million people. Well, technically, it was four. It was over four hundred. So technically, ha- almost okay. Half so we almost had half a million. It was about he's four killed three. because it he wanted to downplay a virus that he knew about. That he knew about months prior. Him to the and public. all of his constituents. Yeah, that's in the fucking interview, and a lady was like, one lady was doing the statistics and shit for yeah. the White House, like yeah. literally, like. She was like, I seen charts of my information, but it was incorrect information. I was like, what? You didn't say no, that? <laughs> no, no. What she, what she said was, is what she said was, is that the charts that were shown directly to the president were not the charts that she had comprised. Oh yeah, that's right. She that's right. That's right. Her mouth shut and didn't say anything to anybody. So they were making up their own charts. And then trying to back it, saying that it's facts when it went completely against what it was that she was giving them. But to keep her job, she didn't say anything until now, now after he's gone and the damage is already done. Which, well, no, I'm not saying that it's just right, she did, but like in her shoes, that's her job. Trump's gonna, you know what I mean? Trump cut her, but still, like your, your, your main job is to help the American people didn't do so. We're not really too political on this podcast. We don't speak too much on it. But I just want to touch really quickly on um, the the should happen on January uh, 6th. It was. Yeah, January 6th. January 6th. Um, what happened there was just fucking nuts. That raiding of the Capitol building, I think that was pretty fucking crazy. Because like had and I've seen a couple of things to where like um people were comparing to the Black Lives Matter marches or protests I should say not marches the protests and I couldn't I couldn't for the life of me understand why people are trying to be like oh they're the same completely fucking different. Well, a lot of the people that were comparing them were really talking about the fact that it even happened because when Black Lives Matter protest was going on down there, security was up the ass. And there was no way that you could even get anywhere close to even think about going up there. But that was never the motive with Black Lives Matter protests. Black Lives yeah. Matter protests was simply just to say our lives matter. And also battling the brutality that yeah, goes not- on. And not matter more than somebody else's that they just literally matter. And that was a problem. And I said, I don't think people actually understood that. They did. They truthfully did. They truthfully did understand it. They just wanted to take take a front row seat to the matter and say... Uh, you sit this one out. We're not going to continue to talk about you. Mm-hmm. We're not going to give you the space to allow yourself to get a platform to say that you matter. Because then at that point, you matter more than I do just because of the fact that it matters. Which is a crazy cliche to say in and of itself. 
is that you feel that threatened that me just being equal means that I have leverage. But again, you know, the, hey, I don't want to go too deep into it because we'll go into a completely different topic that we didn't even come here. Yeah, we, we, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to still, I wanted to brush up on it because like. And by the way, we do have leverage. <laughs> That's the I, reason why they I know. I wanted to, I they wanted know to mention it. Because like I thought it was so crazy. I said usually, usually I, I oh my god, usually I don't say anything when it comes to that. But like I watched that shit live. I was in the streets. I wasn't in. I wasn't involved in the in the in the in the actual protests because I was at work, man. But when when I tell you I rolled through D.C. When I was on my detail doing what it was that I had to do for work, and to just see the the coming from being a part of the culture and being from the community and seeing some of the things that I saw, you could just somebody from the outside looking in looks at it as vandalism and destruction and, and all this other different stuff. But being a, from the culture, bro, you can see the pain and you can see the 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 uncertainty and the anguish and and the and the being fed up just in the the aftermath of some of the areas because it wasn't all one area like they would just pick an area plaster it over every news outlet and make it look like it was the whole city that was not what it was in the whole city but it was primarily in the areas that were most affected by it like southeast dc is the hood it's primarily it's primarily minority it's primarily black it's primarily a whole lot of people that don't really have a whole lot of money resources and opportunity to a lot of the things that are in dc because when you really think about it people were running around saying oh well you're just running around um, tearing up your own community, but a lot of the destruction that was happening in the main areas of DC, that's not our property. We don't own that shit. It's government buildings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so when I see that, you know, that didn't affect me at all. But when I was riding through Southeast, I was riding through Northeast, I was riding through uh Northwest, and the areas that we that we live in and have lived in for years in DC. And the small areas they got hit from 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 the aftermath of that, man, you could just feel the pain. You could just see it. You could just feel the pain. Yeah, I said, man, I was I was watching. I was just I I was amazed. I was amazed more than anything that like a lot of it was able to play out the way it did. And I was like, what the fuck? Like it's like a mob. It's mob of white people. Cause like I said, it's mob of white people that are pissed off that they didn't get their way. But I mean, it's always been like this. We knew we 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 saw we saw that when the campaign started back in 2016. Yeah, but it's just like when they were at their for, rally for, for it, it to be four years sure. later. Four years later, and you're talking about. You guys still, still to this day, don't but bro, understand. But bro, oh, it's no I want to understand. You still choose not to understand. But bro, it's no different if it's four years later or if it's four hundred plus years later. 
They're never looking to understand. They want their way. Mm-hmm. And it's just as simple as that. There's no conversation to be had about understanding. They want compliance. That's it. And a lot of the things that went on down there, crazy, unruly. We all know for a fact that if it had been anybody other than them, it would have been way more bodies laid out on the street. That's for a fact. Look, but a look, lot look. of what has happened over the last couple of days, a lot of the stuff that went on down there that day, a lot of it that was allowed was internal. Yeah. There's still investigations going into some of the officers that allowed them to run up in there and do what it was that they was doing because they was on the same side as them. It was people removed from the inauguration detail because they were vetted. I know a lot about that. They were vetted and they did not pass because of their dealings and their involvement and their following and their ideologies. A lot of what happened that day was was fostered and allocated through people that were on the inside that were down with it. Mm. And didn't yeah. take their position more seriously than it was what it than their than their again like their whiteness. <laughs> That's really just what it is. Well, you know, guys. Like I said, we don't want to dive too too deep because you know we get into all that. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna let Andre give us the rundown on what we're talking about today. Well. The big thing that we're going to get into today is, at least from the beginning portion, we only got two topics that we're really going to get onto today that we're going to dive into. The overall thing is, is that your positivity is a threat to somebody's reality. And the big thing that we're going to touch on in the first half is, I'm seeing it a lot, you know, things have been different with the quarantine and or the makeshift quarantine and, you know, people doing things a little bit differently. But, I mean, it's been going on for years. And and I see it a lot on the timeline and the algorithm where, and it primarily comes from, from, from the woman section of posters where they say, you know, just date somebody that you actually like. Like, stop causing all these problems. Just date somebody that you actually like. And I want to dive into that because a lot of times we do actually date people that we actually like. It's just a lot more complex. It's a lot more complex than what people like to give light to, but it's actually a lot less complex than what we make it. So perspective is everything. And sometimes just being open to the fact of what reality actually is instead of just getting and garnishing what you want would make that a lot easier. And then the second half, of what we're going to touch on today is, and we're just going to just throw it out there now, the pro-black conversation. Because there's a double standard out here where as soon as a black man who can, and let's just say it, everybody out here can have a preference. But the black man for some reason, and I, and I, just, I just don't understand it. Because Sally Mae over there can say, hey, you know, I'm on, the, I'm on the dating scene and everybody will look at her and be like, 
well, she's broadening her horizons and, you know, you get the best suitor. But as soon as a black man says, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to step out here and I'm going to follow my heart and I'm going to follow uh, 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 what, what, what reciprocates best to me that doesn't have anything to do with the black woman. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. You hate black women and you're downing black women and you're this and you're that. Yet we can be the most pro-black that there is. It just, we just either have a preference towards something else and or we are receiving what we're dealt in, in a sense. So, but the first thing we're going to really get into here is relationships, honestly, with this whole, with this whole segment of, you know, date people that you actually like. And, and I don't want to make this very, um, I'm not going to make this topic too spiritual, but I'm going to start out with a, with a, with, with a word that's going to have a little bit of spirit in it. But I mean, we're not really going to get too far. We're not really getting into a religious section in here. That's not really my thing. Um, when it comes to us talking on this platform. Um, and then it's that sometimes God will use a person or a thing to escort you out when you don't know it's time to move on. So the big thing about this relationship and relationship segment and, and, and you know, really just dating somebody that you actually like, learn to move on. I know you didn't want to go. I know you had good intentions. But the season is over, and when you don't, is when, when you don't, when it's time to go, I'll use the people you want to help to escort you out. It's, it's, it's primarily what God is doing. And if you don't believe in God or, or you don't really go too much into it and you look into spirituality, a lot of the times it's the universe, okay? It's, it's the energy telling you that it, it is time to leave, all right? A lot of times we get into these situations where it's just like, oh, well, just, you know, just, again, just date somebody that you actually like. Okay, well, let's say that I actually am dating somebody that I actually like. I know you had good intentions. And this is what the person on the other side is saying to you. I know you had good intentions, but we ain't good intended. <laughs> I know you had good intentions, but good ain't what I want. And see, one thing I learned is we always think people want good. And you keep doing good. But let me tell you, everybody don't want good. Some people just want you to leave them in a bad position so that they can use you for good cover. So that they can come out and appear good by being connected to you. Facts. And the truth is, most people, most people not all of them but most people don't want good and i'm gonna get into that as i go deeper and you got to stop depressing yourself when people don't accept your good good has its enemies sometimes you don't even recognize the more good you do the more they hate you and and women love to say this too right and and dudes included but you know women are more of an advocate for this and you think the more I clean myself up and the more that I change um, different things about myself, they'll love me more. But listen, it was never about that. You can get rid of all your bad habits, but it doesn't matter. 
because people who can't love themselves cannot love you. Facts. If getting good was what they needed, why did they accept you when you were bad? If that's really what they were, if that's really what they were looking for. And even though we get this side, even though we get this side of this question from, especially from the algorithm, which is where I'm getting this from, when it comes to, when it comes to women opposing, like, like actually throwing this question out here, most people don't want relationships. They want projects. Now, I won't say that there aren't some guys out there that are like that. But I will say that the majority of the guys are not looking for that because they've got enough that they're dealing with already that they're not looking for a project with a woman uh, unless they're grooming somebody, which gets into a whole different type of scenario where normally those dudes are predators. And that's a completely different subject that I can't talk on because I know nothing about that mindset and mentality. But most people don't want relationships. They want projects. And as long as they can work on you, They'll keep you. But once the job is done, they move on. They don't really, they're not really looking for that. They're not really trying to stay in it. And then it gets opposed to this question of, well, just date people that you actually like. But wait a Back in here. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. Pop up too. Technical difficult. Wait, wait, what popped up though? Well, you sent me the you sent me the new the new general. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't bro like you were talking and all of a sudden you stopped and I was just like um the hell? Now look and show enough, it was off. I don't even know where it cut me out at. You were just about to stop. So did, did you did you catch me where I said most people don't want relationships, they want projects, right? No. No, you didn't? Okay, so then that means then that then that means then that means I got then that means I got cut out. I got cut out right at this part right here. Cause I know you heard this. If getting good was what they needed, why did they accept you when you were bad? I know you heard yeah, that. Yeah, we heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so that's so so then we're right on track. We're right on track. Most people and again, I can't speak for men when it comes... I can't speak for the majority of men because there are some guys out there that are like this, but this is more catered towards the woman because uh, us as men, we just we, we just don't think like this. We just don't think like this. We've got too much on our plate to, to be dealing with a project when it comes to a, a, a woman. And, and, and when we start stepping into that lane when it comes to that, it's normally the guys that are grooming women, which becomes like a kind of like a predatory thing. And I don't hang around those dudes, nor do I have to. <laughs> so, so I can't really speak on that. So I, I don't really know about that. Right. Um, and nor do, nor do I want to know. But from, again, for most women, you know, most people don't want a relationship. They want projects. They want somebody that they can work on, somebody that they can, you know, show their worth to. And as long as they can work on you, they'll keep you. But once the job is done, they move on. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes throughout that process, throughout that process, it brings me to another subject because we'll get posed the question of, okay, well, you know, date people that you actually like. 
you know, just why don't you guys just date people that you actually like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And you know, and, and, and there's this 90 day thing. There's this 90 day, there's this 90 day rule. Because a lot of people be having flings and shit going on for a couple of months and then it really amounts to nothing. And, uh-huh. it, and it don't really leave nowhere. And and I see so many people bent out of shit over somebody that they just bet. Like, like I know people can do shit. I know people can cause problems. I know people can cause disruption in a short amount of time. But how you hate me so much in 90 days? Three months, man, three, three months, bro. Three months. I don't care what that person did to you. How you hate me so much in 90 days. And I'm not talking about me personally. I'm just saying for whoever that person is in your 90 day space, why do you hate them so much? Nine times out of 10, it's because they decide to open up to them though. See, but, see, but, and, and, and I'm glad you said that. And here's the thing. If you can hate, if you opened up, right? You opened up, right? Mm-hmm. If you can hate me in 90 days, you ain't got a me problem. You got a you problem. Because you shouldn't open up that quick. Because consequently, it's not even just about opening up. So it's not just about opening up so quick. It's about how do you guard yourself? Because consequently, how are you so depressed when you had years of experience before you met the person and now your life is over? Because they did you dirty. Because they said something about you. Because they didn't meet your expectations because they didn't come out the way that you expected them to with what it was that you were doing. So it's not that you have a me problem, you have a you problem. I'm not saying to accept anything from anybody. I'm not saying to allow people to disrespect you. But at the same time, there's no reason why life should crumble just because one person decided to make a decision that you gave them the domain to make the decision over. Meaning you should have had good intentions in the fact of hoping that they would do good, but you should have also kept it in the back of your mind that, hey, I'm also giving them the opportunity to fuck this up, too. And I don't know how I'm going to respond to that. It might be a little bit easier when you go to move on. If you made it this far without them, you can make it that far without them, too. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just real simple. And some of you all come into people's lives and stay and all they need is for you to repent and move on that's my bad guys I'm I'm a, uh, eating uh, fruit right now tell the audience when they hear it it's called eating fruit I'm sorry get out get the water some of you all come into people's lives and stay and all they need for you is to build a tent and move on mm-hmm. and and, and, and if you have a problem, like, now this is reality. Reality is not about what you want it to be. Reality is not about what makes you feel good. Reality it is what it is. So if you have a problem with just building a tent and moving on because everybody isn't necessarily looking for what it is that you're bringing, then maybe you shouldn't be involved at all. And maybe the question shouldn't be, well, why don't you just date somebody that you actually like? Why isn't it that you just stay with your damn self in the first place? And then some of y'all end up crushed when you finally find out what you mean to people. That you gave them the best 
of what you had only to find out they didn't want good. And the, here's the kicker. You can't assume that you've been accepted in the spirit that you came. You just can't. So you might really have great intentions with this person and really, 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 really be into this. But you can't assume that you've been accepted in the same light and in the same spirit that you're showing up in. Thanks. You definitely can't, bro. And you can't assume that just because you did your best, that your best was what they were looking for. Because even good has its enemies and your positivity is a threat to somebody's reality. And if you get better, because you know how sometimes, you know, when, when you're really dealing with stuff like this, and this is another problem when you're trying to work on things with people and you're like, hey, well, you know, maybe you should go to therapy because we was talking about this before. Yep. Maybe you should go to therapy. And then all of a sudden, don't nobody want to go to therapy. Or maybe you're religious and you're like, hey, well, maybe we should go to church and then they don't want to go to church. Or maybe we should pray and then now they don't want to pray. It's like, oh, well, maybe you should find some different hobbies. And it's like, mm, you know, I'm just trying to stay where I'm at because it's where I'm comfortable. And if you get better, not only will you recognize who you are, but you'll recognize who they are because they're so busy trying to stay where they are because if they can't get out of where it is that they are and expand what it is that they have going on, it shows their inconsistencies and sometimes also their insecurities. And we'll touch later on that too when we get into the second subject. Yeah. The word of the day, and I'm about to wrap this up because this ain't even really like, this ain't even really like, a conversation. I'm just giving. I'm just passing. This is this is this is this is million dollars worth of game for free ninety nine. That's exactly what this is. This is just. This is just. This is just me just putting it out there for somebody to take it. Right. I'm gonna give you a word. The word of the day is egato. In the Greek, means a road so deteriorated and so broken. That it is impassable. And you know how sometimes when people get when people deal with people and 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 they do some dirty shit or they do some crazy shit, all of a sudden that person is um um you know, do you know it's the devil? Like we always like to blame everything on the devil. The devil playing right. with me and it's this and it's that. And 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 let's not sit here and say the devil do deserve his due credit because he do be doing shit. But everybody that hurts you isn't satanic. Some of them are just broken. Everybody who hurts your feelings is not working for the devil. Some of their hearts are so deteriorated that they themselves are impassable. You're bringing yourself to new horizons. You're fixing yourself. You're doing all of this other different stuff so that it might work out better for them. And you still can't seem to find them to get them to open up to accept you in the spirit that you came in. And you, what you find is, is that they're so deteriorated as a person that they become impassable. And you can't even use the road that you have to get to them because it's blocked. There's a hindrance. That's what igapto means. Igapto means hindrance. There's a hindrance in the road that is so that the road is deteriorated and impassable. So I think the question or the saying or whatever the fuck you want to call it should not be any longer from this day forward. 
I'm putting this out there. Stop saying that shit, bro. It is not about dating somebody that you actually like. It is not about that. It is about dating and or going after somebody, because this is a relationship topic, that you are equally yoked with. Whether that be financially, whether that be spiritually, whether that be emotionally, physically, and quite honestly, it needs to be all of those tied in together. Now, if you got one of those things, now, if you got one of those things, you know, you got something that you can hold on to that you can work with. But nine times out of ten, if it's just one of those things, you're going to be building a tent and moving on. And that's just facts. If it's just one or two of those things, you just going to build a tent that either you or that other person is going to use for the betterment of both of you and y'all going to move on. Or if you have all of those things, it should work according to what it is supposed to be. But we got to stop with this narrative of just Ooh, date somebody that you like. Just because I'm dating somebody that I actually like does not mean that we are supposed to be together or that this is going to work out the way that we want it to. There are plenty of people that end up as great friends when they were looking for something deeper but couldn't get any further because of all of these other things that don't mean that you're a horrible person, don't mean that you're incapable, don't mean that you are un- like you are you are below average. Everybody's in different places and in different spaces in their lives. But if you if you take anything that I said today, because again, we're not really doing a dialogue with this. I'm really just throwing this out here and I'm trying to do it quickly so that we can get into our next topic so that we can have a dialogue. Next stop, topic, crazy, right? Stop just looking for this for the, for the moment to say, hey, just date somebody that you actually like. Because I guarantee you, if you're just dating somebody that you actually like, that person's not really going to try you. That person really isn't necessarily going to bring out the most growth in you. That person isn't always necessarily going to be the best fit for you just because you like them. And newsflash, just because you like them don't mean that they like you the way you like them. And that's all I got. And that's and that's really all I got for that. That's all I got for that. For real, for real. Respectively. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, respectively. Now that word, now that word right there might not be for everybody. That word right there might not be for everybody. Some people good, Gucci got it figured out, and all the rest of that other shit. But some of y'all is really running around here, lost. And confused years later, months later, worrying about, hmm, well, what did I do wrong? It ain't nothing that you did wrong. You just went in with an unrealistic expectation because you are not looking at reality. Because you wanted something long term with somebody that just wanted you to build a tent and do <laughs> one thing and move on. Now, when I say build a tent, build a tent could be anything. Build a tent could mean help me financially, help me physically, help me mentally, help me emotionally, help me see things about myself that I did not see until you came along. It could literally be anything. We all need help at different parts of our own journeys. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes things have to be taken into account where it is not personal so that you actually get something out of it so that it is beneficial. Instead of realizing it two and three years later down the road when pain and ego and pride has set in on a certain situation that you should not have allowed it to go that way in the first place and you should be able to walk away from some things emotionally unfazed. And walking away emotionally unfazed does not mean that you don't care. Sometimes it just means you've matured and you've grown and you've got a bird's eye view of some things and you realize, I just built a tent. I hope it does some good. Even if it doesn't, okay, it is what it is. I did what I was supposed to. And we keep it moving. Don't get in the way of growth. Whether it's for you or for somebody else or if it's for the both of you. Don't get in the way of growth. Mm-hmm. Everybody that comes into your life is not going to be there for your entire life. Some things are just a season. And when the season is over, learn to move on and stop getting on the timeline talking about, talking about fucking dating people you like. Because a lot of people out here is dating people that they like and the shit still don't work. Now, they said they didn't hear me too much. And the reason why y'all didn't hear me too much on that part, because that's something that he needed to say. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got too much to speak on the floor. You know what I'm saying? You know? Respect. That's something he came to me. Yeah, that's something he came to me. He said, listen, bro, I got some things I want to get off my chest. Now, what I will say is this next topic, though. Oh, buddy. This next topic, it's almost like it's like it's time for me to get active. Oh, buddy. You know? Um, things happened. Now, 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 I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, but because I want, I want this just to be, like, I want to be like, if I want this to be known, I spoke about. I didn't say I was just about this, but I, the situation we're about to talk about. Um, I talked to the person. Things have. I don't want to say things have settled now, but we've talked or whatever, whatever it may be. So I'm gonna give you guys a situation happened tonight. So I started one of my home now. I had I had one of my friends on the phone. I had one of my female friend one of the friends on the phone. Shit like when I say female, so one of my women friends on the phone. And on my other phone, I called my boy and I'm like, hey man, let's play some war zone. About to run war zone with Andre. You want you want in? Yeah, sure. This is that, and um, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna play for a little bit, and then uh, we're gonna go off and uh, record, you know, the podcast today." And I was like, "You know, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna drag. I'm, I'm gonna drag. I'm be honest. I call. I said, bitches. Like, uh, fuck no. I said, bitches for sure. Said the word, bitches. 
But you know guy talk, which is good the guys do. Um and uh I begin to speak about a situation that I think I spoke about right here before, one of my ex girlfriends was you know downplaying, you know, well more not even downplaying, more so just degrading me in our relationship. Um previous relationship, shit like that. During a relationship after then the one situation with a girl after. And I was like, yeah. So I said, this is, I'm like, this is why I fuck with, no, no, this is why I prefer white, white or Hispanic females. She didn't take too kindly to that comment. She took it as I was degrading the black woman. Never. Crazy. Never. I have a black mom. For God fucking sakes, I I not bad. I don't have a black single mom. For God's sakes, I know how vital they are to building up the black man, raising a black man in this day and age. Because not everybody's always so lucky to have the mom and the dad. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some moms got to play both roles, but also some dads got to play both roles. Facts. You know, but more time than not, it's the mom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More times than not, it's the mom. We're going to be honest. Cold hard facts. Now, now, during the whole exchange, um, me personally, I grew upset because a comment about being pro-black was thrown around. And I, we spoke about it. Like, like I said, we spoke about it, and it was clarified. Like, no, it wasn't like a shot. So, like, I wasn't pro-black. But I, I felt like it, she was saying that she was pro-black because she felt like I was disgracing the black woman. As, as I explained to them, is me, myself, I make statements or anything like that, or when something like that happens, I base my opinions on what I have been through. Right? Because mm-hmm. I believe that's what you should do. Now, I, of course, there'll be some asshole that's going to be like, well, what about slavery? Like, well, you didn't, you didn't, weren't in slavery, so, like, you shouldn't, you know, you can't say you feel bad about slavery, then, right? No, motherfucker. Like, I can absolutely say, well, yes, well, I can absolutely say, slavery was bad, you guys are a piece of shit for doing that. Wrong is wrong. Period. You hear what I'm saying? Wrong is wrong. Period. And, um... We talked about everything, and I was just so taken back because I didn't like the whole like pro black thing, and it made me think about the stuff that we see on social media. Whereas it's always the man needs to have. I was going to say, fuck, I'm going to men. Men gotta have money to fuck a broke bitch. Yep. Hey, cuz what the fuck, yo. And you gotta have five times the money to to, to fuck with a girl that's got credentials. And let me also say that a broke bitch also does apply uh, if you are just an influencer and you got a nice body and and you don't really have anything other than that and that's your claim to fame. Because if you ain't got no real job, no consistent source of income, now, if you a hustler, you a hustler, whatever, you go into that other category. But just because you bad, just because you bad, 
and you deal with a bunch of niggas that supply you with whatever it is that you have going on, you're still a broke bitch. If you're a scammer, you're That's still it. a broke bitch. Now, granted, I'm not hating on nobody's. I'm not hating on nobody's. Yeah, I ain't hating on your hustle. I'm not hating on nobody's hustle because I'm a I'm a home I'm 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 a hustler at heart. And if you're gonna take a jab, if you're gonna take a jab at a nigga's pockets, baby, shake it out. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. But at the same time, when you get called the reality of what it is, own it and accept it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't be shy now. Now. Stay on, you know, stay on course. Um, we spoke, and it was more of a the wording I used. Uh, granted, I do apologize for it, but listen, bro. Like anybody else, you 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 talking to your your homeboy, homegirl, whatever. You're you're not going to say things politically correct. We're not here to be politically correct. If I want to be politically correct. I'll be a fucking politician. Alright. Like literally I will be a politician. If I want to be politically correct. Yeah, I'm I'm not here to spare nobody's damn feelings. Sorry. Well actually I'm not sorry. Gotta get out of the habit of saying that. I'm actually not sorry. I'm not here to spare nobody's feelings. <laughs> now now like I said when it never happened, I was like I was mad because I was just like, bro, like I don't think that big of a deal. I was seeing where she was coming from, but how I explained to her was based on my my experiences. You know what I'm saying? Dating a black woman is not good. Well, has not been good. Hasn't pan out for me. The same way, Heidi. I scream niggas ain't shit, and, and that's another thing. You guys scream out niggas ain't shit so often. It's crazy. Which, but it's is like the niggas... which is also hypocritical because if all niggas ain't shit, you still fucking them niggas. So like you're still picking from you're still picking from the barrel that you say is ravaged. It's not even that though. Most of the time you guys see the red flags. And you guys still choose to what? Fuck with them. Which goes back, which goes back to what I just said. Which goes back to what I just said. A lot of women will fuck with you because they see they want projects. They don't want relationships. Mm-hmm. Want projects. Now, now, now I'm gonna say this too. When we talk about being pro-black, that does not mean you need to date a black woman if you're a black man. You need to date a black man if you're a black woman. That's not the case. You can definitely be you can definitely be pro black and support everything in the culture and in the community and still have a preference towards other things. It doesn't make you any less black at the end of the day. It doesn't like you could you could you could donate to the NAACP, you could be a spokesperson on your neighborhood corner, you could have youth programs going back in inner cities, you could have reform going on reform reform being placed on a, on a city council for for whatever for whatever city you're you're relative to where you live at for police reform you could have reform going for for uh for meals for schooling for housing for equal opportunity and all this other stuff going on and just because you date a latina or you date an asian or you date a white woman or you date 
an Arab woman or you date an Indian woman does not make you any less black or any less pro-black. Just the next because, man. Just, just because, because as men, because as men, we accept what we are dealt. And at least from my personal experience, bro, like, I was talking to you about this earlier. Like, my mother told me at a young age, I think I might have been like 10 was the first time she said it. And she was like, yeah, you better not bring home no white girl. She was like, you can't bring no white girl home to me. I said, okay. I said, all right. Now, mind you, that was never on my radar. Like, you didn't really have to say that to me because I didn't really vibe with them anyways. And they didn't really vibe with me. Not to mention the fact that we grew up in a majority black uh, community um, than what we than what we are used to now from when I met you. Like, we had, like, I had, like, what? Like, maybe, like, especially growing up at that time, there was maybe, like, one or two white people in the school for, like, a fucking 10-mile radius. Like, they were an anomaly. They were the minority where we was from. We were the majority. That's just how that went. Yeah. But with me being so, with me, what I'm, what I'm trying to get to here is, is that with me being so fair-skinned, because I don't like the term light-skinned because I don't fit into the, it's funny, because I, I abide by the rules. I abide by the code. I'm definitely all for the culture. I'm very old school with how I do things and how I look at things and how I love my culture. The thing is, is that I am the outcast sometimes in certain situations because I don't really fit in on either side. And I'm not trying to say that I'm trying to fit in because I never have. So I've accepted that. And that has been my that has been my motive um, in the things that I do, I never have ever really fit in, cause both my parents is black. But if you put me, you ain't in a gotta worry about that. You ain't worry about fitting in when you custom made, brother. Yeah, like it's it's not it's, it has it literally has nothing to do with that. But then when you put me on a lineup around a bunch of around a bunch of biracial and or and or white students, you might not be able to tell me apart from them, and that's just a fact. Both my parents are black. I had blonde. I had Brown and blonde hair. Well, it's brown now, but like it was majority blonde when I was growing up. I had gray eyes. That's unheard of. So even people in my own community were questioning my blackness when I was growing up. Because it's like, yo, you so damn light. Yo, how is that even possible? So we being honest, and somebody said this to me maybe about a week ago when I said, you know what? I'm probably going to end up marrying a Latina just because... Again, for me, that's a preference. That is a preference of mine. Um, that is a preference of mine, but it's also the fact of what I said about how, as men, we accept what we're dealt. And I don't know what this thing is with women where they feel as though uh, they just, they're catered to and that they can just have any and everything that they want or that they're supposed to have any and everything that they want. But as men... And I'm not even talking about as black men. I'm talking about as men in general. We just accept what we're dealt. And let's be mm-hmm. real. And let's be real. For the majority of, of my sisters where I was from, yeah I was, yeah, I was handsome. Yeah, I was young. Yeah, I was attractive. But I was either too light. I was too light because they was like, damn, I might as well just go ahead and get a white boy. Or it was like, mm, he's not, he's, or it was the other side of, it's not that he's too white. It's like, mm, he's not black enough. Right? 
But then when I turn around and I say, hmm, I'm probably going, I'm having a conversation with another, with another one of, with another one of my homies from, I was at work, black lady, black, black woman. And, you know, she got a couple kids. She's younger on our side in our age range. And when I said that, she was like, mm, she was like, I almost looked at you sideways. And I said, why do you say that? And she was like, because she was like, because why couldn't you just get a black girl? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, they don't want me. So how are you going to tell me I'm not I'm 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 not pro black or I'm or I'm demeaning black women by saying that that is what my preference that that is what my preference is when even yourself y'all don't accept me. So you 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 got to you got to make these things make sense. They have to correlate. So pretty much what you're telling me is is that for me to be pro black and for me to for me to not be demeaning to black women, I have to be with a black woman. And then when I in, 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 in like thrust myself into that space, there are no, I won't say that there are none, because that's not true. I won't say that there are none. But at the same time, just from the conversation that I just had, I'm not, I'm not a person that's going to be hypocritical here. You have to be evenly yoked. And a lot of these things have to line up. And what I'm seeing is, is that a lot of these things lining up for what it is that I need for me in my personal life, in my personal journey, they don't line up. So you're going to tell me now that I'm not pro-black and I'm and I'm demeaning black women because I say that I like Latinas? Like you like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. But then again, just like I said, Sally May can sit over there. Sally May can sit over there. And they'll tell, and they'll tell her, oh well, she's just broadening her horizon. She's just looking for the best tutor that there at, that there is out there. But she's not not pro black if she gets with a white dude or an Asian dude or a Hispanic dude. Like I said, it's all. And, and, and the crazy part is, man, is what we talked about earlier when we said everybody can have a preference but the black man, bro. Everybody can have a preference. Everybody can have a preference. But the black man. And if we even go down to statistics, if we even go down to statistics, like, again, because a lot of people make these claims and say these things, right? Yeah. There is over a 70% divorce rate in the black in the black family household. Over 60% of the people filing for divorce are black women. So how are you telling me that black men are not wanting as a whole, not wanting to be with black women when you are the ones getting rid of us? Because I can see so many people with problems in their families, Asian households, white households, Arab households, Indian households, any other household that you can think of other than the black family. And even though they have those problems that go on, they stick together. Because they know the power in their lineage and keeping it and keeping their families together. When so easily we are thrusted, juxtaposed from one another and separated. And then again, you will double down and tell me that we're not pro-black and that we're and that we're against black women and y'all are the ones that are getting rid of us. And the last time I checked, ain't nobody walking out here that's got shit perfect and that don't have problems. Now, again, I'm not saying that you should be sitting back going through issues and disrespect and 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 serious problems with anybody, but that is anybody. 
That's not one race. That's anybody. Which really dials down to who you chose. But it just doesn't make sense about how it always reverts back to as the black man is the problem. It's just, it's just not, it's just not fact. It's not reality. And what it really boils down to is a lot of, is what it is, is that a lot of women, a lot of women, especially in our culture, a lot of black women want to be like, well, not necessarily want to be, but they have this innate feature about themselves where they want to run everything. They'll be mom and they'll be dad. They'll be the breadwinner and they'll run the household and they'll make the decisions. And a lot of men, especially black men, just want somebody that they can talk to. That's not going to tell them every second of, of an opportunity what he needs to do, how he needs to do it, how he should respond. I can talk shit to you, but you can't talk shit to me. And that I can actually work with. Somebody that I can work with. And, then, and that's saying it's not out there. And not, saying it's not out there. Not saying, like, not saying, and not saying that it's not out there, but a lot of the times when it comes down, when a lot of the times when it comes down to it, a lot of the a lot of the women out there are not doing that. Like even when we was talking to Gino, and Gino was talking about, you know, his previous dealings and how his his last girl, you know, she she was she was she was more she was more ghetto, right? And and we and we all know we all know that we all know the the loudmouth ghetto girl whatever the case may be and this ain't nothing against and this ain't nothing against them because we love them too, that's what being pro black is we love them too because we need them. But at the same time, it's a it's a time and a place for everything. It's a time and a place for everything. But have you noticed that the majority of the black majority of the black women that are not like that are in different spaces? than what we would classify as the ghetto girl. They do different things. They hold themselves differently. They're in different social groups. They go to the high up schools and do all of this other different shit. And, and they work at different places and they do all of this other different stuff. Have you ever noticed that the majority of the girls that do not fall into that category are the ones that's out here dating these white lawyers and these Asian boys, these Asian engineers, these Arab, these Arab, these Arab uh, 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 stakeholders and like oil companies and all the rest of this other stuff, and no one bats an eye at it, including the other black women. But the moment, the moment they see a black man with a white girl, oh my god! Ooh. I don't see you saying nothing to your sisters out here that's dating other men. They diversify and they bonds. All of a sudden, old girl, go ahead, go get that money, go get that bag. Do your thing. Go ahead and go get you that. Go ahead and go get you that man. I know he treating you right. Blah 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 blah. X Y Z. But God forbid we see a we see a we see a uh, we see a, 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 a entertainer or or an athlete dating a white woman. It's like why would you go ahead and give all that money back to a white girl? I swear on everything. I hate that shit. You know it's crazy. This is gonna sound so stereotypical. Um, do you want to know why I think that happens, bro? Break it down to me. Why? 
Okay. Just sound wild. So so you know so so imagine a black person hitting a lotto. All of a sudden, Auntie Bernice, who you ain't never heard of, she pop up off the cut. Mm-hmm. Uncle, 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 uncle uh, uh Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I won't give him the traditional black name, Danny. Danny the Leroy. It's not a slave name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, like literally, like they come out. The Woolworths. You don't know where they're coming from. You just know, like, yeah, this your auntie from so and so sound like I've never met them before. Mm. All when what comes the money. You ain't never heard of an auntie Karen. You know, well, you never heard of you ever heard of Karen's, but uh, aunt aunt Sarah, uncle 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 Joe. Well, you ain't never heard of no shit like that. You feel me? So I, I truly believe that's why you see these athletes from these white girls because, you know, their families are. We're not saying they're not good, but more so like um, you're not going to see like bullshit. Yeah. You don't get bullshit. You, you're going to get straight up. You get what you see. And of course, I'm not saying why people ain't deceiving because they deceive as a motherfucker. Yeah. But literally, like most of the time, they're straight up, bro. That's what I'm just are straight up, bro. Mm-hmm. You may not like mm-hmm. you may not like what the straight up is, but the majority of them are just straight up. And that's why I just feel like, you know. They don't have a lot Nine of savvy. Out of ten. They don't have a lot of savvy in them to not be straight up. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of times I feel like I feel like black men feel like they get used a lot. You know. Same for women as well, though. They get used a lot. Yeah. I believe I believe the black women get used more used than the men. But again, you know, I, I me always women, try to look at I believe black women get used more than black men, but I feel like they get used more on a broad scale. Because me, me, me I feel like I'm gonna say this. Me, I feel like do they get used? Yes. But I feel like them getting used is more so because they've done too much. And we're not gonna try, I'm not trying to say like it's bad to do too much, but like, bro, if a, if a nigga is, ain't, ain't got shit before you get there, he ain't shit after you've been there. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you can't like you buy him this, you buy him that for what? For what? I won't necessarily say because they do too much. I will more say. Not saying, not saying, not saying that in some cases I don't agree with because I do agree with what you just said. I won't necessarily say because they get because they do too much. I think it's more so because they have to put they put themselves out there more than we do. Number one, they definitely put themselves out there more than we do, and secondly, because in the black community they want to keep us down more than them because there's only so far that a woman can go period and when I say this I know it's going to be some feminists out there that's going to eat this shit alive and be like oh my god you're putting limitations on women that's not what I'm saying what I am saying though is is that 
as it comes to power, as it comes to money, let's be real. There's still disparaging wages out here where women are doing the same jobs as men and they're not making the same amount. There's a systematic setup that uh, that is only going to allow some women the ability to do like Kylie Jenner. She's one in like a hundred billion people that will see that kind of money and see that kind of power. And even with her having that kind of money and seeing that kind of power, she still can have it stripped away in a second. Just primarily just because she's a woman, not not just because she's a woman, not because I'm saying it, but because the system dip in the market dictates that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's only so much as a woman that you can do or go. We are moving as a society towards that being different. We are moving towards as a society towards that being different and us breaking those barriers. But right now, as it stands now, even with a woman vice president in the United States of America, we've just now, literally, what, 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 what day is it? What day is it? It's been five days since that happened. Five days. And there's only so many women prime ministers out there across the globe. Actually seeing that kind of power, having that kind of status. So I won't necessarily say it's because they do too much. I'll say it's more so because you've got the men's side of the spectrum that is wanting from them. And you also have the other races of women that are trying to monopoly what it is that they do. Because mm-hmm. when we was growing up, oh my God, it would, a white girl would have a heart attack if she had a fat ass. Now all of a sudden, fat ass is what you see everywhere. I ain't going to talk about the Hispanic women because they didn't always have that shit. They got their, their, concern, their concern is not that. That's one thing I do respect about them. They really don't give a fuck about what everybody else is doing. They, they about them. They about them. And and if we really want to, because I'm very big into history, I'm very big into knowing um, theology and different things like that. If we really want to get into, if we really want to get into the spectrum of being pro-black, if I'm talking to a Latina, because I just want to bring this up. If I'm talking to a Latina, let's go back to where the Aztecs were, where they were in um, South, where they were in South America. 50,000 years before we caused, before we called them the Aztecs, Africans went there and dominated that land and moved themselves up through what we know as Chile and Brazil and into Central America. So they're black too. They're black too. So let's not get that let's not get that confused because of the system that has been in place with colorism and separating us by races. They're black. Everybody is black except for Europeans. And that includes Asians. Chinese and Japanese are lighter because they are on the outside because that space has been moved further apart and they're further away from the equator. And as you move further away from the equator, your body adapts to what atmosphere that you're in. But Mongolia, which is what is primarily what we used to call Central Asia and majority of all of Asia before it broke apart, they were all dark. Samurai culture 
and samurai um, tactics came from Africa. So they were African too. When we, if we really want to have this conversation and really go deep into it. So don't sit here and tell me, oh, I'm not pro-black because I'm talking to a Latina. It's another black person. They just have different variations of their pigmentation and their culture. But because it's not somebody that's African-American, you're trying to say that I'm not pro-black. So to your point about it, I wouldn't necessarily say is that they're doing too much. I would more so lean to the fact that it's because everybody's tapping into what it is that they're doing. Everybody wants to be the black woman. Everybody wants to know what the black woman is, what she's about, what her origins are, and and tap into her power. It's just that it's just that power that she has all on her own that everybody wants a piece of. So I won't necessarily say that they're doing too much. They're in high demand. They're in high demand from what it is that their essence offers. They're not necessarily in high demand with what it is that some of them put out. Mm -hmm. Some of them, because I'm not going to sit here and say black women are not in high demand because they definitely are. If they weren't, the ones that we talk about that we don't like, that we don't want to put up with, we still wouldn't deal with you, but we do. We definitely do. And again, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, you know, we deal with you like we put up with you. It can be annoying sometimes when you are thrusted into this position, when you have to look at things this way in the reality of what it is. Not because of how we internally feel and how we personally feel, but because of the position that you put us in when we have to sit back and look at the totality of the situation. Because it's not like this with it's not like this with every black woman. Facts. It is not. But let's be real, the majority of the good ones that we are looking for, they're taken. And being pro-black, I'm not about to step on another black brother's toes trying to trying to trying to steal something that he got that he that he working for. I don't need nobody else's woman. That's a fact. Plenty of them out here. As you know it, though, you know, we touch base on it. Um, I feel like this is a great way to start the season off. Oh man, same. You know, same. This is this this is a great way to start the season off. You know, we're we're gearing up here. You know. Yeah, most definitely. We're we're, we're, we're gearing up for a big year. Um, I don't want to be like, but I'm going to take too many breaks this year, but I don't know. So we try to do three to four episodes a month, doable. Mm -hmm. Um, Have them nice and prepared. Um, But yeah, man, I I think this was a great way to start off the year, man. Andre, you got anything to close out with? Um the year of 2021 this is the year of balance this is the year to really pull everything in together 
Um, we're going to get some more time before things really start rolling back into normal. Do not expect things to start rolling back into some sort of normalcy, probably till around this is insider information. Um, don't expect things to really roll back into fact. I know they're talking about a lot of different things, but until probably around like the end of fall for us to really start to see some type of real normalcy. Um Use every day to your advantage, man. Like, every day should be, even if it's just one thing, like, don't look at life as, you know, I got to do 10 different things tomorrow that I need to take care of. Just one thing at a time. And stay consistent, stay obedient to what the process is for the journey so that when you add one thing to it, you don't drop it to go pick up another. You add one thing to it, add it to your catalog, and then you pick one other thing up and you still maintain what it is that you've done along the way. Um, don't think that you have to rush through this. Um, don't think that you have to have it all figured out. Take it a day at a time. Be better than what you were yesterday. Um, um, don't compete against other people. You should be your only competition. We can be our worst enemies. We can be our biggest critics. I guarantee you it's not somebody out there that can talk worse about you than you can talk about yourself. Don't beat yourself up so much. Um, and just really stay dedicated to whatever it is that you have going on and that you would, or that you want to do. And if you don't know and you're in the process of figuring it out, use this time really to just figure it out. You don't have to go out. You don't have to do nothing for nobody. You don't have to move around. You've got plenty of time on, on, the, on the board right now. And I am telling you, when this pandemic is over, it will show. This is not about oppressing people. This is not about proving anybody wrong or doing anything else. But it will show if you sat around this entire time and didn't do shit. That's probably mm-hmm. going to be, because we are our worst critics, that's probably going to be a horrible feeling that you're going to have to live with if you didn't do anything because you sat back and didn't do nothing. So fuck the other people and what they think. Worry about what you're going to think about yourself after this time is over. Really dive in. Really dig deep. And stay hard. Stay hard, man. All right, man. We're going to punch out like that, man. We're going to catch out.